This episode of The Ajima Show is sponsored by Backblaze. Get an unlimited computer backup for Macs or PCs for just six bucks a month. Backup documents, music, photos, videos, drawing, podcasts, projects, all your data. Restore files anywhere you have internet. And even if you are just off the grid, we can have an overnight hard drive to you with your backup on it. Over 40 billion files restored. Get yourself a free fully featured trial at backblaze.com backslash cpc please make sure you visit backblaze.com backslash cpc so they know where you came from and continue to support the show below go there play with it start protecting yourself from potential bad times start today this has been uh, uh, quite a week for me. It's, I'm so glad to be talking to you. It sounds like I've, it's been quite a week. Yeah, I, we've been texting and uh, <laughs> let's just get right into it. Do Thank it. you guys for listening to the Ajma Show. Thank you so much for coming back. First of all, before we go to our personal catch up, our live show, Ajma Live Show in LA, is going to be Thursday, December 12th, 8 p.m. at the Comedy Central stage. Please go to comedycentralstage.com to pick up your. Oh, actually, never mind. Ooh. Tickets are sold out. <laughs> you're too late. I'm so. You're too late. I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. But you're not late because LA is a town of freaks and flakes. Yeah. And. I know even people listening to this who are standing us mm-hmm. will be flaking on the day of because there's just like traffic and shit and people don't make it all the time, even though it's in their calendars. So please come. I know a bunch of our friends from Chicago are like, oh my God, I didn't get tickets. Even my own boyfriend what? was like, I didn't get, I didn't get a ticket. I was like, what the fuck What's are you doing? Yeah. Do you, do you love me? <laughs> I think he just thought like, oh, there's going to be enough tickets left. Like, why would I bother? It's true. People don't believe in us. Sorely mistaken, my friend. It's true. So Sorely mistaken. We are sold the fuck out, but please come because (laughs) we will make sure... The the reason why we oversell tickets is because it's free. It's true. And when things things are free, people go, eh, whatever. I don't want to come. I didn't pay for it. As someone who knows people, they flake. (laughs) Like it's like a, it's, it's like all the time. Yeah, it's just a given. Yeah, so please come. If you do come to the door, we will not turn you away. No I will way. guarantee it. Oh. I'll, I'll even if we are packed to the gills, fire hazard. Mm. And please don't quote me on this. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing it's just it's just being recorded. <laughs> yeah, we'll. I'll have like cushioned pangs up, you know, on the floor, so right you can sit. Right in front of the stage. It, yeah, or on the stage. Yeah, on the stage. On the stage. Like. Like old school style, you know, mm-hmm. so um, I, I'll, I'll make sure we will make sure that you will get into the door no matter what. OK, so please come. At the very least, like, we'll be... give you a pay, some sort of calm. <laughs> a ha- hanguk pay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I had <laughs> some calm the other day. At the... Oh, my God. Kunguguma? <gasps> yeah. Oh, wow. Tis the season, honey. Right? Ooh, that's I what love I... it. My mom used to tell me about like eating that from the garbage. Like it would be like they would have trash can garbage and then they'd. Roast that stuff. <laughs> oh, in the trash can. Yeah. <laughs> like I love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So please come, and, and we're gonna have an after party set up at Three Clubs, which is right down the street. Mm. A beautiful, beautiful Hollywood bar, uh, and they have great mixed drinks. They have, and then there's a taco truck outside, one of the best ones, Santa Monica and Vine. Please, please come. It'll be amazing. And there's parking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. So with that, <laughs> what LA have you little, been up yeah. to this week? <laughs> Oh, How's this, your week been? My week? It's been, you know, with the holiday, it is hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. With the upcoming holiday, you know, tomorrow we'll be releasing this on Thanksgiving. We're releasing this on Thanksgiving, I which know. means you're going to be with your families or Friendsgiving or whatever, and you're going to get tired of seeing each other, and you're going to be able to walk away or take a walk or something and put this in your ears, and you'll be listening to us. It's wonderful. You can take it like a, yeah. an hour-long shit. So like a little, <laughs> long, a little like getaway. <laughs> yeah, courtesy of the Ajima show. Yeah. So h- how has it been hard for you? Are you are you under a lot of pressure? Yeah, it was just like a lot of stuff. Like I don't know, you know, every it's it's not even that I have to do a lot of stuff. It's just like the drag of 
you know, you have responsibilities, like you're off your regular rhythm because like there's a truncated week. You're still like people are more forgiving of like, you know, things, but also you are still expected to do things. You know what I mean? Like the expectations for the wide variety of things in your life from French friends to job change and fluctuate in this time. You know, yeah. like people either still want you to come, like you still need to show up 100% at work or like some of you, it's mm. expected that you won't. But your friends require more of you. Your family require more of you. So it's like this time of like changing boundaries and stuff. And it's yeah. just a lot. <laughs> What's your Thanksgiving going to be looking like? It's um in-laws per usual, And then I host in my house the next day. And then I usually host like a little get together with just friends the day after uh -huh. after. And, um, but this on year, that Saturday, yes, typically, oh, cute. but it hasn't been, it's like, it's very small because everyone's traveling usually. Um, sure. and this year is no exception, but I'd really, it's like, it's going to be very small, very whatever, but I'm like, it's still like stuff I have to plan for. It's still like, you know, house I have to clean. Of course. You're yeah. going to have people over. I saw, did you, I also watched a bunch. I've been watching a ton of comedy and I did a bunch of shows this week and last week. Um, and have you, I've, I watched Berbiglia's The New One. Have you seen this? I haven't. I'd like to talk to you about it. Okay. Wait, how did you see it? It's on Netflix. They just released it. Uh, oh, is it? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I believe it was last cool. night. They, they released it. Okay, well, do you want to tease anything or do you want me to watch it and then we'll, we'll talk about it? <laughs> It's in okay. The, yeah. It doesn't sound like you're happy. It does not sound like you're happy. You are miffed, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a specific genre of comedy. Like it it's is. It's not. It's it's more one person show. Yes, it is, and yeah. it is a very specific type of one person show. Very New York, very theater, and I like it. I like the vibe, but it's like okay. his specific take on things. All I could think in, as I was screaming was like just, it's, it's yeah, I've been thinking more about how women are driven, driven to violence and how. <laughs> what are you, where did this come from? It's like From just, Mike Birbiglia yes. of all people? Yes. Mike Birbiglia is the sweetest, most unassuming NPR friendly man. I know. And, and ain't that a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's driving you crazy? I mean, you. Uh, well, let me it. tell you, you this. One of my friends, one of my friends, a comic, went to watch it live here in LA. Okay. And he said that he d was not thrilled. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he told me a few other things about it. Okay. Um, but it, it, not, not, not to like ruin it for me or anything, mm -hmm. but he was just not. He, was, he, he seemed upset. So maybe it's this. Maybe it's a similar thing that you guys experienced, and therefore must talk about. But I will watch it. Yeah, I mean, just in terms of the type, the type of humor and genre of like topic that is making a ton of money mm. and has a huge wide popularity. It's like a interesting to watch and see. I think for me, it was. I wonder if your friend was angry about the same things. Uh, it might be. Yeah. Uh, should I should I just talk about it? What he thought? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd love. I mean, let's wait until like. Let's we wait can until talk I talk about it together because we could actually talk it's about it. okay. more for me about like so specifically not about just class and everything, but like gender and shit. And it was mm. so white lady. I see. Yeah. Okay. Like white feminist, um, non-inclusion type stuff. Like that oblivion. Like he was just asking for the manager in the entire time while well, everyone was sitting in filth. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like this presumption that I am the, you know, it's like, I don't know. I, you guys, you should watch it. I'm being very, um, like, not inarticulate about it. It's very enigmatic, eh, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I feel like I our, our listeners like, aren't, yeah. like, the same Venn diagram as but Mike Birbiglia fans. Yeah, I, don't I like, I know. And I, I also like a lot of his stories. I've always enjoyed his humor. Me too. Yeah, and, like, his, like, life has been really extraordinary. I was excited to watch this one because it's gotten so much buzz. Like. I watched the other one on Netflix, and I couldn't get through the first 15. <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay. So it's like I've, yeah. I've always kind of enjoyed his things. It's getting an insane amount of buzz. Like, you know, but also you, that's like the sort of shit mm -hmm. that happens because it's in New York. Yeah. And also what's something that I realize lately because of um, just being in the industry and talking to people who are doing things at festivals like Edinburgh and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You apparently uh, apparently we are totally underestimating the power of PR. I, at yeah. least I am. I had no idea. Like, I'm still out here like an idiot going like, well, the best will rise to the top. Like, it's not the case at all. Peter, are you that's why that's Rich. <laughs> I mean, it's. It, we're laughing extent, because I we're guess... also crying on the inside. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm I'm honestly bawling. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't realize how much. Uh, I guess this is such a stupid thing to say, but I didn't realize how much rich people were getting ahead because they could afford publicists. I didn't. I just didn't realize it was that much of an engine. I just thought it was like, okay. I thought publicists came in handy when you when something bad happened, right? You know, like like a sex tape is leaked or dick pics or whatever, and then they they scurry to right. fix it. Like, like I thought you, that was you pan someone that you think is in on the joke, and it turns out they're not, and it, it's like a sexual assault. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> I recently it, just kept it, it, that pantsing is considered like an assault now. Yes, absolutely, yeah. pantsing, and oh, that's so traumatic. Right. Um, but <laughs> I've been pantsed many times before, <laughs> mostly by other Korean men, which is you know a huge problem for me. Um, which is why I can't like be intimate with Korean men. But um, that's besides the point. Um, but they, uh, uh, I, I have seen a lot of people who have been, who are now in my circle of influence type of people uh -huh. who, who are relying on, uh, paying publicists and they don't, they don't, publicists don't make like 10% of whatever you make. It is a retainer. They're what? paying, they're being paid thousands of dollars a month. No. Upwards thousands? to 10 to $20,000 a month. A month? 10000 A fucking month. Yeah. Dollars? And. Yes, bitch. American USD. USD. <laughs> yes. Ah. And, and the, uh, let me tell you, the D goes far in no. in, in publicity because they big put energy, you. Yeah. That's big D energy. <laughs> the big dollar energy. <laughs> we should start saying that big dollar big, energy. Big dollar energy. Yeah. I have. Some people do I have, have small, it. I have small one energy. Yeah. One W O N. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have nickel um, energy <laughs> yeah but yeah i have been hearing that uh some of our contemporaries have hired uh really expensive publicists in order to jump their career farther uh for example like if you go to edinburgh and put up your one person show no one will give a fuck about it unless a powerful publicist has got you a spot into a good stage and then getting all the reviewers to that place and then creating the buzz around it, you know? And I, I guess like in the back of my mind, when I heard that, I was like, Oh, duh. But I, I just didn't, I guess I didn't like think about that because I just don't have the funds for it. Um, but these people who are getting hugely popular these days have parents that are super rich that hire these publicists and buy them into these positions. And it's no. and now they're now because of that they're getting like movie deals and offers and blah 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 and like it's fucking nuts and I just didn't even think about it. Their parents are paying for it. Yes. Holy rich shit. Okay, kids. This like, oh my god, that shit like feeds into exactly what I was gonna talk about. But all right, tell me, yeah, tell yeah, me, yeah. I'm, well, I'm trying to catch up. Uh, uh, I'm trying to catch up with you. Yeah. I'm trying to, you gotta <laughs> okay. tell your exciting news to the Ajima listeners, okay? Because Ajima that listeners. is infuriating. I'm gonna hold on to that. Um, I'm gonna hold on okay. to that anger. Put a pin in it, and we will discuss it later. Uh -huh. But you have to tell me about okay. your joy. Okay, I'm I'm so excited to announce that I, I teased it last week. I shot a movie, uh, a Netflix movie. Yeah! <laughs> Which is so cool. And this cool. baby did it on his own. Yeah. I, no publicist necessary. Um, it's it, it stars Jennifer Garner, and it's a very um, who, by the way, I'm obsessed with uh, from Alias. Which is, since Alias, I have been obsessed with. I just oh, you really, are totally really Alias it. head. I could tell. Yes, J.J. Abrams, honey. <laughs> I, I'm an Abrams head. 
I love her, but I, it was one of those things where I'm like, I'm in the scene with her, but I'm not talking to her directly, you know? Oh my God. I had, but you were it like, was a one, what? You were next to her. I was like literally three feet from stardom. You know what I mean? Like I was like behind her. <laughs> anyway, so I play, I, I'm not going to like talk about, I'm not going to ruin the movie, but uh, basically I play like kind of like a tertiary character in the scene. And it's a very fun um, family movie romp. Like it's really, really cute. And it's starring that guy. Um, I don't know if you watched that uh, assassination of Gianni Versace. Yes. I did not watch FX. it. But uh, you're talking about, um, what's his name? The guy from Glee? No, no, not him. Not the murderer. Uh, the actual Gianni. Okay, okay. The guy, dude, the guy who played Versace. He's the, he's the father in the movie. It's a, it's a family film. What's his uh, name? Gen um, Edgar Ramirez. Edgar okay. Ramirez. He's okay. super hot. Super, super handsome. Okay. Anyway, so <clears throat> we're shooting the movie. I have one line, and it's the outline of that scene that we're shooting. Okay. And I was like, okay, whatever, great. I'm in a movie. I, I have one line, great. And I go in, and um, on set, they're doing like rewrites every day. So we're getting like pink scripts, blue scripts every fucking day, right? And uh, which which means like iterations of scripts. And we we get to set, and we get our sides, and there's these new character and lines written in, but they didn't hire anyone for them. So they ended up giving me an extra two lines. So I went. I went from one line to three lines. Yeah. And then the director, uh, Miguel Arteta, he um, he's like very artsy and uh, he, he's like one of these directors that should be directing like, a, you know, just like an emotionally filled, beautiful film. Uh, not that this wasn't, but it's just like a family romp, you know? So right. like he kept like uh, on the close up of me, he, he asked me to improvise. So I improvised a bunch of lines. Everyone laughed and it was great. And I got to like, hopefully it'll make it. So like, hopefully it'll, there'll be some ad libs in it anyway. So, um, and the, sh and I was supposed to work one day, but it went to two days. So I ended up getting paid twice yes. and get this. I've never shot anything for Netflix before. This okay. is my first Netflix thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, Apparently, you know, like there's SAG rules on like how much you can work before a meal break. Right. Um, you know, like overtime, all this stuff. Yes. Uh, or there, there are SAG penalties. Yeah. And this, it, union, I, this I was, union does not fuck around. No, we pay dues for a reason. Yes. Right. So it's five. I, I get called at 530 a.m. And uh, it rolls around to 1130, which should be my meal break for half an hour. Mm -hmm. No meal break. And, we're, and then we're, we're told we're just, quote, rolling through. Ooh. So we roll through the entire day. I never get broken for a meal. And I'm like talking to one of the ADs. I'm like, hey, um, so I'm not breaking. I haven't been broken for a meal. Like, you know, this is like, you know, I'm sag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm a screen actor you, guild, honey. You, you can't treat me this way, honey. <laughs> you can't do this. I'm not non-union. And then they were like, yeah, we know. We're paying the penalty, so shut the fuck up. <gasps> I was like, oh, wow. wow. That is like, yeah. big dollar energy. That's big dollar energy. <laughs> <laughs> we're paying I said, huh? What? Wow. Like the day I ate, but I had to, it was, I was eating during the shot where they reversed the shot and they're getting other people's coverage and I still have to feed the lines. Oh my God. They were like, sit here and eat your meal and feed the lines. And I was like, what? Feed the line and you feed yourself? Ah! Yeah. <laughs> and it was so crazy. I was like, wow, y'all just don't, you don't fucking care about these penalties. They're like, no, no. this is Netflix. We have billions of dollars. You'll get your money, bitch. And I'm like, oh, <gasps> my God. <laughs> so I had nine penalties the first day and nine penalties the second oh day. <laughs> so I got paid so much extra money. And on top of that, I worked like 12 hours. So I got, I got paid, paid overtime. <laughs> I love a it bad Netflix daddy. <laughs> oh, yes. Spank me, daddy. Yeah, make me. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. I, it truly, I couldn't. I couldn't even be mad. I was like, "What? This is so." It, it feels like the Wild Wild West. Yes, it's so hot. It's really hot. I'm like, "Oh my god, you just pulled my hair." Um, yeah. So it was. <laughs> <laughs> and I just asked the cool for it thing was I this, wanted it harder. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Please, Daddy, <laughs> a little harder." 
I um, the coolest thing about this was that um, I shot in K Town because the family goes to this I like you know those like Instagrammy like bougie ice cream places that Koreans own like Koreans oh, yeah. love that shit they love that so shit. it was one it's of like the, the, you yeah, walk in the, and it's already like in like Vaseline is on the lens <laughs> yes exactly yeah <laughs> everyone is on a like beautiful Valencia filter yes and yeah. we walk in and uh, it's really cutesy and whatever and there's a bunch of uh, extras background uh, actors and there's a bunch of Korean people because it's a Korean shop right. so I got to work with I've never worked with this many Korean people in my life cool so it was so cool to like sit there and talk to these extras there was an ajma, there were a bunch of ajmas there really and there was a there was a lady who um, told me she was the uh, illegitimate daughter of Hyundai yeah and i was like girl we need to talk no. <laughs> so i invited her to the yeah i invited her to the ajma show i was like you should come you'll love this and she was like yeah maybe i'll come and i i worked with this guy arvin lee who um was playing another guy a, a customer in this in the shop but he was he would kind of with me split up these lines for those other characters and he's also korean and we just sat there and talked and we and we were talking shit about people in Korean and it was so fucking fun I it's loved so fun. it it was like I, I how you never ever get to experience that on set ever no a bunch of people who speak your language that you can be catty with it's oh my true. god and we weren't it's even true. honestly being catty we, we were talking about how we liked this director over other directors we've worked with <laughs> You know, so like, <laughs> but we just didn't want to say that in front of other people. So we spoke in Korean and it was so fun. And you know who was also there? Who? Do you remember watch? Do you remember that NBC show Heroes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember Hiro Nakamura? Yes. He, not him, but his best friend, the skinny <laughs> one. Who's like, Hiro, no, you can't do that. You know, like he's like the voice of reason. He was there. <laughs> You know the famous person? Well, the person standing <laughs> next to and next behind to him. him. <laughs> but I mean, he shot like 61 episodes of Heroes. Like this guy. Yeah. Um, and, and it's it, a beautiful career. Like it. It's a beautiful career. He, what else it's a want? beautiful career. Yeah. He would not, he would not like sit with us and talk to us. He hung out by uh. himself. It was as if he was like, because like, honestly, Jennifer Garner didn't either. Yeah. But she's also producing on the film. So she was like talking to producers. Her daughter was on set. It was like very cool. But this other Korean actor, he wouldn't sit with me and Arvin and chat. Like he was just like, he didn't want to like be bothered, be like seen with like two, three liners. Because he had six lines in the movie. (laughs) He had six lines? (laughs) Yeah, he had doubled the lines. Oh. So he like So he wasn't even like he just hung the, up. it wasn't even that like he needed to like stay in character and like regroup cuz he was no, doing No, motherfucker a lot. had one scene. He he was he had the same one scene we were in. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, I know. And I was very upset. Yeah. And that's that's honestly who me and that other guy Arvin were talking about. <laughs> we were like, what the fuck? I love that you were talking about the other Korean person that would be able to understand what you're fucking <laughs> saying. But he wasn't all right. He wasn't around. He that, wasn't that's around. why. <laughs> He wouldn't sit with us, like, with the other cast, all the other, like, kids. There's, like, Disney star kids. You know what I mean? Like, these kids are, like, stars. Cool. There's a kid who was in Les Mis. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Who the fuck are you? He's a bigger deal than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hiro Nakamura's friend. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but also, I think maybe he had a cold or something because he kept drinking water. So okay. maybe he, he didn't want to get us. <laughs> but I, I was very angry. I was like, the K-Rage came out immediately. I was like, you're not fucking better than me. But anyway, it was very cool to be around that many Koreans. This Korean Ajuma was so sweet. She was like telling me how she uh, she used to live in Decatur, Illinois, as a zookeeper. Oh. <laughs> and she was like I couldn't deal with the winters anymore, so I moved out here, and now I do background acting. I was like, maybe my mom can move out here and be a background actor. She'd be great. Like, how? right? She'd how cool perfect. would that be? Yeah. Yeah. Convince just it. sit around and do nothing? Yeah. I, I don't know. That's I'll talk joy. about it with my And just, like, be, like, on Kokotawa yeah. the entire time? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but anyway, that was really fun, and it was, like, a, a, a super positive experience overall just to – be on set with that many people that look like me, that spoke like me. And uh, yeah, I just want to work with Koreans all the time now. 
That's, it's the dream, isn't it? It's the dream. We should, we, uh, one day, we'll one day the Ajima show will be the reason why we're all, uh, only working with Koreans in Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, be. it's just easier, it'll, it'll, you know? Yeah. We'll, we'll figure be. it out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> on that, All right. On that, on that, on that super note. idealistic weird note. <laughs> like, We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. <laughs> a comedian, an actress, an author, an activist, and a Grammy and Emmy nominee, Margaret Cho. Welcome. My name is Margaret Cho. I'm with Margaret Cho. Margaret Cho, everybody. My family came to the United States in 1964 from Korea. They decided to settle in San Francisco in 1968. They had me. They bought a gay bookstore in the 70s, which was very um, unusual for them, for any, any immigrants to do, I guess. So I grew up at the bookstore. It was called Paperback Traffic. It was this kind of place where there was a lot of community events, a lot of artists worked there showing their art and getting tattooed, and a lot of people did drag. Okay, we are back. This section of the show, you know, it's about news and topics. There's a lot of stuff going on in the news, but um, there's one piece of news that uh, it's just really making me sad. And it's something that we've dealt with on the podcast before, and it's happened again. Of course, I'm talking about Kuhara. She was found mm-hmm. dead in her apartment. If you guys don't know who Kuara is, she is part. She was part of Kara, the uh, girl group, <clears throat> girl pop, K-pop group, and she was found dead in her apartment. Uh, the uh, the authorities are looking into like notice and stuff like that. But I, I think we are all assuming that it was suicide. Um, yeah. She has been under a lot of uh, pressure uh, lately because uh, in May. Ku's manager found her unconscious at her house after an apparent suicide. And then she came up and apologized to her fans and vowed to keep her work, uh, keep up her work. And a month later, she publicly discussed her mental health on her Instagram account and urged cyberbullies to show empathy and that she was suffering depression and it wasn't easy for her. Mm-hmm. So clearly this young lady has, has been dealing with a lot of shit and, mm-hmm. um, if you guys uh, are following the news, she was also um, in, a, in this highly publicized scandal with her boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend, Che Jong-bum, who this guy looks like <clears throat> a fucking asshole. Like he looks like one of those rich, like rapists, Korean rapists. Like if you just like Google him, Che Jong-bum, Kuara's ex-boyfriend. He it's just, just like looks crazy. like, yeah, it's fucking nuts. <clears throat> anyway, so. He, there were like pictures of her, like arms and legs bruised because he beat her up. And um, he was just like one of these fucking, like uh, he, the worst of the Korean men. He looks like know? the Korean version of like the Mighty Ducks Iceland team. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like he looks like an 80s villain. He does. Yeah. And he wears those like, um, circle glasses that those assholes wear mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know the, mm-hmm. those like he just looks rich look at his skin you know mm-hmm. like he and his clothes like he just looks like Chebar's son yeah and he probably probably getting away with like a lot of like in any k-drama right? he's like the one the bad Chebor, you know mm-hmm. and who like tries to convince his friend who's trying to fall in love with a poor girl yeah he's like you don't want to fucking deal with the poor yeah and then rats. he winds up raping her or something weird Oh my god! <laughs> Which K dramas <laughs> are you watching? Or, you know, like, he tries to like he tries to like get her in some way. Yeah, or tries to fuck. He with her. He looks like that guy in friend, Old you Boy. Know. You know, remember Old Boy? Did you watch Old Boy? Mm-mm. Yes, I have, watch I have. It? I have. Yes. Old Boy is I'm the, thinking about is he's the guy. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god! What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, was like, I don't know uh, why you're bringing Korean that revenge saga, old boy. <laughs> yeah, he yes, looks yes. like the guy who it's like, like that one. Traps... Vengeance, yes. Yeah, yeah, he looks like the guy who, like, in the movie, he was uh, caught with his sister, like fucking his sister, and then he he's the he's the villain, and he he cuts off his tongue. You know, like he looks like that mm-hmm, fucking mm-hmm, guy. Mm-hmm, anyway, mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, this yeah. guy was Kuara's boyfriend, and he. Um, there was uh, there were all these released photos and videos of her uh, like bruised arms and legs. And it was fucking sad. 
And he went to jail for, uh, I think it was like a year and a half or something like that. He was sentenced to jail for a year and a half. I think he got out earlier for assault. But he was acquitted for the illicit filming of her, of them having sex. And the whole issue behind Mm -hmm. Kuara's death was that she was struggling with this guy threatening to release her, uh, their sex tape. Okay. Yeah. And he was, kept threatening. he was like blackmailing her. He was blackmailing her and yeah. she was, she couldn't deal with it. And you know, now she's dead. Who knows exactly how it's all, you know, all the details of it, but she's been dealing with this guy and it's been highly public. We've been, there was, there's, there've been news about it this entire front half of the year about this. So, um, he got acquitted for the illicit filming because the judge told, uh, told, uh, him that, Although it, it, it was wrong of him to do it, it was not like she was forced to be filmed. Mm-hmm. That's why he got acquitted, which is fucking nuts that that's even something that the Korean courts are, 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 uh, are apologizing for or, like, or, or letting him get away with. And um, there's been, Choi jong uh, uh, the there was something about like uh, jail him or imprison him. That's been, that's been a hashtag this week. Yeah. Because of this issue, and I hope he gets fucking uh, he uh, he he gets caught, and they they fucking I hope that he is brought to justice because of all this. Because this whole thing, uh, uh, including the um, the unknown filming uh, phenomenon that we've been talking about on this podcast, is so sickening, mm-hmm. and it is like the the reason why um, all these like uh, f- female uh, pop stars are killing themselves because of the shame. Of this fucking shame about sex, about their bodies, about not being proud of having sex. Like, sure, it sucks that if your sex tape gets leaked, but in America, if you're hot enough, your sex tape gets leaked, you become Kim Kardashian. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) in Korea, it's like the end of your career. And I don't know if you've ever seen the Kim K sex tape. I was like, oh, I had no idea I was good at sex. Like, I... Like she looks like she, yeah exactly she just, looked like she was just like laying there she's like pillow princessing not any fun. hard 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 well anyway uh, Kim In-soon or in former kick-ass Korean uh, made a statement saying stars have feelings alright we are not dolls we really need to figure out how to fucking approach our idols because it is fucked up because the cyberbullying is crazy in Korea, and it the is, amount that is. people go for other for these K-pop idols, it's it's sickening how much we lift them up and then we fucking take them down because we don't like our own lives and we're stuck in this like horrible job or whatever the fuck you, their problem is. And they go into their basements and become fucking four chan trolls or whatever, eight chan trolls. Like <laughs> it's disgusting. All right, it's a, yeah, this it's needs a, to yeah. fucking stop. It's a crazy confluence of stuff inside of South Korean culture because, you know, there's like the aside from her, there's Suli. Is that her name? Do you remember what I'm talking about? Suli, yeah. Yeah. She, she ha- Two, Like yeah, a few it, months ago she died. A few months ago it just happened. And it's like same thing. Yeah. She was like put up some sort of semi provocative photo of herself. Total like, you know, viral sort of like uh, cyber bullying. It's this ownership over your over these celebrities because people are leading less fulfilling lives. And it's like this crazy yeah. thing that's happening in South Korea. It's like economics, this sort of like um, hyper like uh, celebrity obsessed K-pop, like that's the biggest production. That's like the biggest export in Korea. And it's also a point of huge amount of pride in South Korea, you know? Like the celebrities yeah. that we have, K-pop stars are like a huge point of national pride. So like, I mean, so it makes much. these companies like billions of dollars, and so it makes that Korea are exporting them out. Yeah, there's so oh, Korea big. exactly with tax money. It's yeah, it's really it's really fucked up, and you know these five or six men that are in charge of these entertainment companies are reaping in all the fucking benefits, you know, and these women and honestly men. You know, are being pretty much abused since they're young. Yeah, it's not, it's not technically human trafficking or sex slavery like other countries, mm-hmm. but it's pretty damn close. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a form take, of indentured servitude that they yeah, like and they, they take they these kids from poor yeah. ass families. Yes, it's never rich kids, chebar kids that are becoming pop stars. No, chebar kids have better lives to lead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. They, yeah. they they have uh, fucking conglomerates to take over later. Like, they don't have to fucking trade their kids away at age nine mm-hmm. 
to become a, to go to like a K-pop boot camp and, and, and sell their lives away so their parents could get out of fucking debt. Yeah, and then like Credit radically change their whatever. faces in the courses of like their puberty yeah. years. So they're ready for their it's debut at 16 and then, yeah, it's crazy. It's really fucking sickening. And, you know, and it's a gigantic industry. So like it's hard to even bring anyone to justice at this point, you know, because like globally people are paying insane amounts of money for bts and you know fucking blackpink and all this like it, it's really an epidemic and uh, you know sometimes i'm like it do you think that's gonna happen here too or is it like um like for example if you and i become so super famous <laughs> and <laughs> not that we would ever be idol famous yeah. because we're fucking old yes, you know yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we're comedians. It's yeah. not like comedians are getting like fucking cyberbullied. No. <laughs> I mean, some are, some are trust, but like in Korea, you know, like it's not like Kangodong's like getting fucking cyberbullied. <laughs> it's these, it's these little like pre infantilized, sexualized little, um, almost like fucking preteens that become these uh, stars. Yeah, they're like social uh, dolls. They're like cultural yeah. dolls. That like people are the sociocultural like milieu projects onto them, right? Their insecurities, their hopes and dreams. So it's like hyper positive, hyper idealistic, and super dark. You know, it's yeah. a reflection of exactly what they are hath are wrought out of, and it's like fuck. I mean, yeah. So we would never be like this. I think some of us also <laughs> like we would never be like this. We would also one hundred percent reject anything that people would try to do as as Americans. Yeah. You know? And also, yeah. we we thankfully we're of an age where like you know I get cyberbullied, I have been cyberbullied before. Yes, and uh, because of that whole Second City thing, right? And which is the reason I left Facebook. But I think, thank God, I have enough like pre-internet life be before. Like I I've led enough pre-internet life to know that there's a life outside of digital exactly acceptance and validation. But these kids, they don't know. Yeah, they start on the internet, so like that's all they have. Their worth is driven by that. It's true. So, man, it, it also it's makes really them much up. more anxious. It's like a main number, like the sort of crazy, um, like skyrocketing of like anxiety symptoms, or like it's almost entirely tied to our digital connection, our like the way that we need validation digitally and through social media. So much of it is anxiety yeah. driven by that. And the thing is, like, this is the other part of it. It's just, like, straight up fucking mental health. And, like, if we talk about yeah. it, that means that you would have to extricate yourself from the sort of the sort of toxic relationship a lot of these idols have with their company, right, and mm -hmm. with their fans. They're, and that's mental managers. health shit. Yes, that's the yeah. mental health shit. Like, I really, at least in Asian communities, mental health is just, like, straight up not talked about and not yeah. – put in a context because mental health would also require you to put self first. And that's just like not a part of the, the just, cultural yeah. conversation. And mm. that is like, it's becoming clear that at least there needs to be some sort of conversation. Cause you know, it's, I was thinking about, cause when I was reading this shit, like my mom always would talk about killing herself. That's like a default, like, kind Oh my of, God. Do you know what I mean? In what way? Like, give like, me the context. Like, you know, like, like it's just like a phrase I'm thinking of. Like, um, like it's like I will just kill myself uh, if you're gonna go this yeah. way. Like, I'm trying to think what the actual phrase is, but it's like, oh, it's ba like that, based on your actions. Yes, not like it's like a, like yeah. Korean hyperbole is like a lot of like I'll just throw myself off this thing. Right, right. You know, there's yeah. a lot of that kind of like like hyper talk. My parents are also like very drama, but like, like you know, yeah. people from even the when South you're tired, America. when you hear like Ajumaza Ajushi's being tired and they're sitting down, they're like, I go chukata. Yeah, yeah, chukata, yeah, chukata. Chukata. yeah, yes, yes, yes. I'm like, what? if you really translate that, it turns into like, oh, I, I want to die. I want to yes. die. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to die. I'm, I'm going, going to die. die. Yeah. I yeah. must be dying. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's all iterations of that. Ooh, and it's like a very, yeah. like, Koreans, like, talk like that, sort of. Like, death is a very close option. <laughs> like, yes, at all always. Times. It's always around the corner. Yeah. And we are just an extra people. Yes. Like, that's what it comes down to. We haven't, we, we don't really exist in the nuance in between life and death. <laughs> like, we, it's either all or nothing. So that's, I think that's part of it, too, is like, there's no like degree. it's like the anxiety is so high 
they're already inside of like high, highly anxious careers and sort of um, it, like, you know, sort of circumstances like these idols and then exacerbated by the fact that they're like fucking 22, 23, you know, oh, like God. that's sort of exactly Children. the point in which you're like figuring shit out for yourself, like developmentally in your brain. You know, right. that's like yeah. I love I for me, that's like prime second puberty, second puberty time. Like, exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. They're still they're, they're like barely adults. You know, they just finished some kind of schooling, you know, and they're like out here flailing around, you know, like let's just uh, let's just have a little more empathy for each other and stop fucking hiding behind anonymity and being evil. Like get that out somehow else. And I get it. I love trolling. Trust me. I love to troll. My okay. Teeth, my, I, I love understand. To I love to bite into people. <laughs> I love dragging a bitch to filth. I love it. I okay? But please find another way. Like, especially, you know what? Here's what I'll do. Ajma listeners. Mm. If you, like us, feel the need to troll someone or be mean to someone Mm-mm. online, yeah. opt or challenge yourself to do it IRL. To meet that person face to face, look at them in the eyeballs and say the exact same thing. Then you are I, I am I will tell you, then you are right. You are in your right to do so. If you have the courage to do it outside the cloak of anonymity, mm-hmm. with your face and your name and your fucking identity shown to them, yes. then pray play on. I praise you. Whatever you need to do, mm-hmm. do it. Okay? But if you if you don't have enough courage or bravery and you're a fucking coward and you hide behind a, a, a screen name, a Twitter handle, come on. Go fuck yourself. All Go right? fuck yourself. Go. Be brave and, and, and uh, confront someone who pisses you off to their face. All right? Stop being a fucking bitch. Do it to your do it, that's do all it I to have. face. Do it to your yeah. face. <laughs> Take it to the do face. Do it to your face. <laughs> but I, I will say, I, I don't think Ajima listeners are, I, I don't think people who would listen to us day in, week in and week out are these types of people anyway, you know? No. <laughs> I, I just don't think so because like, I, I tend to think that people who listen to us are like-minded, like us, because we're very opinionated people. It's not like we're like for the masses. Clearly, our <laughs> listenership shows that, okay? <laughs> you know, I was thinking about this recently about how I have become so much more regular in like the last five years like, like i with your would doo-doo? <laughs> no like <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about <laughs> like more like for like i've become actually like we like you're saying like we're not for the masses but i've actually become more normal oh, oh. and more for the palatable for the masses in the last five years so you can imagine how weird i am <laughs> Like, um, <laughs> but it's, it's yeah. True. When, when you and I first met, yeah. <laughs> you're not. I get it, but you're not a troll online if you're a listener to, for of us. But like, I don't. I yeah. don't think so. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to think that the our, our fans and our listeners are smart, empathetic people who 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 want a, a better life for everyone. That's what we preach on this podcast. Yeah, we're so, not. We're, we don't. We don't. Our listeners are not trolls. Our listeners, you know what you guys are. You guys are know-it-alls. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll take that. I'll, I'll take, take a know-it-all over yeah, a fucking troll sure. any goddamn day. And you know, I yes, love that absolutely. energy. I l- actually do love that energy. Like a bunch of people lo- that are gonna correct people on grammar. Yeah, fuck yeah, give me that. I love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's a that's it for my part of the rant here. Okay, so my thing, I'll just I'll truncate it a little bit, but it's this. Have you heard about this Korean American woman, State Department official, like who's a Trump appointee? Um, no. Her name is Mina Chang. <gasps> no. So she was the former okay. deputy, what? former deputy assistant secretary. Like that's straight up a political appointee position, right? Deputy assistant uh-huh. secretary for the Bureau of Conflict and Stabilization Operations was accused in an NBC report of inflating her resume. And faking a Time magazine cover photo. (laughs) (gasps) What? (laughs) That is. (laughs) Uh, You know, hold on. I know this is bad, but you know, I stand a scam. I do stand stand a motherfucking scam. 
This was truly the most fucking Korean shit. <laughs> like, damn. Like lying about your grades, saying you did some shit you didn't do, and then photoshopping Bitch. yourself on top and like as a Time magazine cover. That's like. That's bold. Mwah. That's mwah. But also, how perfect that someone like that could scam the scammiest administration oh of God. all history. And that her- really. Oh. <laughs> And so she's her, she in her resignation she she resigned to Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. By the way, as a side note, the bitch is hot. Like if you look her up, she is very attractive. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm gonna give credit where credit is due. I'm not a sto- I'm a, I'm not a troll. Like I'm gonna. No, she's you keep it real. Yeah, she's, she's hot. She's very hot. Let me, she, let, let me take a yeah. look at this photo. <gasps> what? Yeah. She's beautiful. You can see why she was. She's him. absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, Peter, I, I did a side by side of myself next to her, but I was like, what can I do to do that? <laughs> it's like, holy shit. She's Talk about gorgeous. Kim Kardashian. She kind of looks like Kim Kardashian. Yes, she's gorgeous. Okay. You can see why she's Whoa. gone so far. And so. <laughs> <laughs> Not only because of her beauty, but because she scams. She yeah. She lies. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> A, a scammy beauty? Like, that's my dream. <laughs> Bitch, I'd rather have a beautiful scammer than an uggo scamming me. Yes, yes. You yes. love to scam it. Okay, so um, resigning is the only, she said, resigning is the only acceptable moral and ethical option for me at this time. And um, because the Department of Secretary, the Department of State has experienced what I and many others believe is the worst and most profound moral crisis confronting career professionals and political appointees in the department's history and she cast herself as a victim of media gossip that her superiors failed to defend what i love that i love that you love to see it she not only resigned but she resigned by saying like y'all fucked up (laughs) 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 oh my god i'm obsessed with her her wait i want to be her best friend her departing words were like, no, you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did this. Yo, you did it. <laughs> I mean, wow. truly, like, she's hot. She resigned. She, <laughs> I mean, truly, like, this was like, it was a part, I suppose this like whole story, which we'll talk about next week, was a, like, is a part of like the sort of the scammy nature of Koreans that are will- like whatever they're willing to do to get ahead. Yeah. And like when yeah. you were talking about like all these PR people, all these PR that parents pay for, like that shit, the scales are rigged. And you know, like when, if we're gonna talk about Parasite and yet again, like it's just, you know, there's only so much that we as human beings can do to make up for that gap. And 100%, this is why I love a scam. You know what I mean? Because like at the end of the day, we're all cheating. Mm -hmm. Whether it's via our position, our status, our parents' money, yeah. You know, everyone it's no one's no one's out here playing, quote, the game fairly. All right. Yes. So any way you can get ahead, do it. And if you, uh, of course, without hurting other people, that's yes, uh, that's a given. Right. Day. And mean Mina Chang lying about her Time magazine thing hurts <laughs> nobody. OK, that hurts zero people, especially fucking Mike Pompeo's secretary. And Mike Pompeo, was that even his position when she got hired? Wasn't it Rex Tillerson? I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> that Time wow. Magazine thing is so funny. That's it's so like- funny. Time Magazine, we what it says we changed the world. That's the, and then there's, <laughs> it's just her photo. Just her face. Can you believe? This is fucking I'm. I stand. <laughs> it's that's just so funny. That's like truly some like seventh grade shit. Like I would yeah. have done like to be like if I was running for student council, like Photoshop myself into like a Time magazine and voted yeah. like, underneath the like voted Times most like most wanted seventh <laughs> grade influential <class> tween. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, my god the photoshop like, looks good i'll say it's not yeah, like it's someone. like a shitty photoshop she paid, yeah, someone. She paid someone so she's giving yeah. she's giving jobs to americans she's creating an economy <laughs> <laughs> trickle down baby i love her okay we need to find her and get her on the show oh, that's so 
<laughs> I love this. This is such a great piece of news for us. I, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I almost had her be a kick-ass, but I was like, no, this, this, she did scam. <laughs> yeah, we can't have her as a kick-ass. We need real people. But this is very, very close. Um, wow, that's awesome. Look her up. And she's all over Twitter. I, I don't think she has a Twitter account, but the hashtag She must have deactivated. She had to Everywhere. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. she has. All right. Well, thanks for sharing that news. It really made my day. <laughs> and with that, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. The future of Asian American representation in television and movies is actually getting a lot better. Um, there's no way that Hollywood can justify um, casting Scarlett Johansson or Tilda Swinton. They can't. To cast a white actress to play the that lead role obviously was such a huge mistake and a huge miscalculation and a very a devastating thing. So I think that Hollywood is really understanding they can't, they can't do it. They can't do that kind of stuff anymore. And that's a big deal. So I think that that's going to create a big shift and, and we're going to see a lot more Asians and Asian Americans on the big screen, which is great. All right, we're back. Wow, that Mina Chun news really got me. I'm uh, not Mina Chun. Oops. <laughs> what? Slipping a tongue. Mina Chang. Um, so it's time for kick ass Koreans, y'all. Key! Oh, yeah. Yeah! Yeah! All right. All right. This week I have um, a very cool, cool uh, woman. Her name is Hyunja Norman. Uh, and she is helping Korean Americans vote via translating by organizing the Korean American Early Voting Day in Texas. Now, there's a lot of people who <clears throat> don't speak English in in America that are citizens, are naturalized citizens, and there um, there are a lot of like pollsters who uh, who help people like understand what's going on and vote and she's one of these people and she says i think i realized to live in america we cannot live the way we lived in our old countries yes uh, said norman who's 51 years old mm -hmm. who was born in south korea and made her way to houston in 2007 after wrapping up a stint as an overseas volunteer so she's been working for the people her whole life uh, we have to make our voices heard and we need to make some noise and i love that i love that this person who has immigrated and she's not that y much younger than my mom, maybe 10 years. She's doing exactly what my mom and her generation are not doing, which are opting out of the political process, exactly. opting out of citizenship and being a active participant in our country that you have decided to immigrate to. You decided. No, it's so uh, inspirational. Yeah. It's so cool. I love that. And the fact that she's helping other Korean people understand our politics and be more involved, that's how we gain power. That's how we gain influence and, and, and purchasing power and all that because we decide to be citizen, active citizens. And this person is the most kick-ass, and she's doing the work that we all need to move this fucking tide from Trump to whoever else is going to be president. Ugh, and I wish we would get it together, but that's for another day. <laughs> you, you're talking about Koreans or the DNC? DNC. Oh, God. I, I just like, fast forward me to the primaries, please. Just get yeah, me there. Just, and, just, I, and I hate yeah. the fact that Bloomberg announced with his like multi-million dollar fucking I know. You know, campaign. I knew this motherfucker but was going to do that spoiler I shit as fucking well. fucking knew it yeah. he's pr he's pretty much a fucking republican yeah don't make me vote for a billionaire dnc don't make me do yes, it yes don't make me do it don't please. make me do it but i mean at this point I literally would. anybody I would. Of anyone I would. I'm a do you hear about this fucking De devin nunez thing which devin nunez thing of like his did we talk about connection? it last week yeah no that just that, that came out at the end of last week yeah that, that oh broke my after that episode came out yeah I mean, clearly, obviously, he's in the pocket, but damn, this is like, this is really fucked. This is way more fucked than anyone thought. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah. This is treason. One hundred percent. Truly, people need to die. <laughs> like, and, like I'm glad <laughs> finally we got some blood in the game. 
Jesus yeah. Christ. I remember just like looking at the show, like white collar crime, white collar crime. I'm like, yeah, let's get some fucking treason up in this bitch. Let's get the and fucking guillotine back die. here, bitch. Because <laughs> that's death. That's a death penalty. That's death. That's a death that's penalty. Like, I know. Someone exciting. needs to go. People for will real. watch this now. Is, people are, watch people I get will, engaged. I, <laughs> I am willing to become a more engaged American if someone is put to death for treason. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. This is fucking crazy. Yeah. And even like people are coming out saying like we're way beyond. It's like climate change almost where we're like, uh-oh, are we in too deep now to go back? Like are we just Russia's pu- oh, wait, like did puppet? You, did you see this shit about koalas all dying and shit? Koalas? Koalas are like not, not quote, quote, functionally extinct, but are on their way there. There's like been some crazy shit in Australia and they're all fucking dead except for the ones in captivity. It's fucked. Look it up. Very, up, very upsetting. That's some shit. Like that was the thing. I, there's been a bunch of this shit with impeachment, Thanksgiving at the top of the week. That's what I've been dealing with. You know, I had like a good show. I had a bad show and then I had a medium show and I got this shit. In the mix. And <laughs> now you're Ko- dealing with yeah. koalas. Going and I'm dealing with koalas fucking dying. Like, I was just like, give me a fucking break. I mean, koalas been dying. Don't, aren't they all like have but AIDS now, or something? But, like, but... <laughs> don't, aren't they all have like dealing with chlamydia? You yes, know, like... the chlamydia's problem was very bad. Yes. <laughs> Damn, koalas have been having a year. <laughs> They've been having, I mean, for decades now. I remember yeah. when yeah. we first heard about koalas having STDs. But like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, like no, maybe. It's been really bad in the last couple of days. There was like a big news, news story about there's like a, a fire that's been, uh, and some a fire in Australia that's been going out of control. Oh, shit. Is that why they're dying? Because yeah. of the fires? Oh, fuck. No forest. That sucks. Yeah, global warming. Oh, wait, <sighs> back to... Back, I'm sorry. Back to Hyunjin yeah. Norma, yes. Please uh, look up Hyunjin Norma. Please There's a great uh, article on the uh, Texas Tribune on her and her work and all everyone's work uh, when they're trying... Uh, of these people who are really trying to get people who are not native speakers to get involved in the political process. And it's I think great. that's truly patriotic. Yes, so, I love Thank it. you, thank you. Yeah. Good for her. I mean, truly, like, I... There, as like Korean people who have seen how democracy and power can be so easily corrupted. I mean, like, you know, they come from a situation where that we were all escaping, right? In Korea, it's hard to get them mm-hmm. people, get people excited and engaged and also believe in the process. And the fact that she's working towards that, it's like, I mean, as someone who has seen how, what that, how that works in, in Korean American communities in Chicago, it's like, it's like pulling teeth because old people are set in their ways, you know? But the fact yeah. that she's being able to move them, like, I hope this bitch runs for office someday, too. Anyways. Oh, my God. I would love that. Yes. All right. Yay. All right. Who do you got? Yay. Okay. My kick-ass Korean is, uh, he's a little he's a little boy. He's 21. And he's like, I don't know if you remember. Um, <laughs> that is not a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's 21 years old. He's a little boy. Um, <laughs> well, I could have I been his teen mom. That's how young he is. Uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> like one hundred percent. And he yeah. his name is Hojin and he's a he's based in Georgia. He's a hip hop artist, hot tracks. He to me feels like he he's very popular on Insta. He's like it gives me Yeji vibes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um and he's originally from New York. He's twenty one. He lives in uh Georgia now. And he is like he this article, um, Talks about how he like recently took a big break from um, releasing music because of anxiety, and now he's back. And yeah, just check him out. Uh, we will uh, tag him in our tweet about him. It's like cute. I, I mean, he's a, he's a little boy. Listen to his music. He the, is the not a little boy. You have to stop calling him that. <laughs> he's a young. The young will save us. They will save the koalas, yeah. and they will save music. And let's listen to him and support him. <laughs> the youth, yeah, let's support him. Yeah, he's uh, we'll we'll tag him and all that in our instas and um, on our social media. And yeah, he's he looks very cute. He's like he does give me edgy vibes for yes, sure. Yes, yes, the face, yeah. <laughs> like those, like it's like that hipster young person. I love it. I, I love, love that Koreans can like um, Koreans can like kind of slide into this like cool hipster hip hop thing oh, as yeah. opposed to like. Koreans used to be very like gangster rap, you know, and that's it. And like dropping the N word all the time, you know, like that's just like, I'm glad that that part of Korean hip hop is over. <laughs> that's right. Cause you're of that time. <laughs> yes. We're pushing 40. 
<laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's nuts. I don't believe it. I feel like I'm still 21. Little boy Ho Chin. <laughs> you still feel like I could have been your team mom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, man. Okay. Also, thank you guys for listening. And uh, we <clears throat> we would love your reviews and your ratings on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you're listening to it. Please review us because it really, really helps. We want to try to get to 100 reviews by the end of the year. We're at 62. Ratings so right now, we're so close, and you guys can do it. If everyone listening this week just like stops for a second for like three minutes mm-hmm. and goes to iTunes and give us a rating and a review, we could really start popping off yeah. and getting on the charts. Getting we're starting to get more and more listeners because you guys have reviewed. And thank you so much for everyone who's been reviewing. I really, really love you, and um, we'll re- we'll read out your reviews if you review us because we love you. And uh, just to prove that, I'm going to read our latest review. Five stars on uh, November 18th. This person says, uh, title of the review is Brings the K Rage Plus Open Mouth Laughs. Oh, I love this. I love that. This person says, love Peter and OG's comedy chemistry. And can I just say, what an overdue breath of fresh air to be able to luxuriate in a podcast that is all Korean American, takes on everything from gender equity and immigration policy to fart jokes. Get ready to laugh with your mouth all the way open and feel inspired to care more about the world and the humans around you. BTW, I'm here to testify that you don't have to be Korean American to love this podcast. Wow! Oh, what a great review. Thank that's you okay. so much. Yeah. That's so and they really awesome. captured our voice. I know. We're going to use that. That's like a blurb. That's like going to be on our movie trailer. Or no, it'll be on our Time magazine cover that we all do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. Love you. Come to our live show. That's it. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>